hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention. Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. Oh my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. (laughs) Are you interested? I know you are because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone boy and Phoenix. I don't know, phone boy. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. That's true. It is true. We don't know shit about fuck, but what we do know is this is episode 58 of The Lotus Effect, and I'm Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. And, uh, well, I'm phone boy. So we finally met the man whose shit doesn't stink. And you know, this is the uh, show that's made up with the content that doesn't matter. So uh, along those lines, we have a clip to introduce today's show. Let's see if I've actually, you know what? I didn't even have, I'm in the middle of actually loading said clips. Wow. Yeah. You're the one who asked me if we were ready to start this shit show. And look at you not prepared. See, I have, but I do have the clip. It's Mm -hmm. here. If I could write a letter to me. Yeah, and, and, and you know, honestly, you know, all she's doing is breaking the balls, breaking the balls. I am, because that's one of the things that I do best. You know, we talked about that in the show last week where we celebrated our furnest, our, our furnest, it's got to be the 17% ABV beer that I chugged right before the show. Yeah, on that's our first fucking party. You get too high, you get too drunk, you stay too fucking long. That's why they call it. Sorry, she didn't know that clip was coming, so... Yeah, much like a lot of times, I don't know it's coming, but anyway... Hey-oh! Oh, that's for the after party. No, seriously, though, I mean, we're we're the show after our one-year anniversary of starting this shit show, and, you know, we talked about how much our lives have changed over the last years, and, uh, you know, it, it seemed like a great time to put our dicks on the table again and uh, tell our 18-year-old selves what we wish that they did, so... You know, unlike episode 16, where we wrote letters to our dead fathers, uh, this episode is not going to have a trigger warning. It doesn't need one. We haven't gone that far off the fucking rails. But who knows? The uh, night is still young. Yeah, and uh, we, we know how that works. So, let's, Yeah, we do. Yeah, so now we're getting... Just, re- just a reminder that this is a value-for-value value podcast. That means uh, you uh, put us in your ear holes, and you, tell, and you figure out uh, what kind of value you got out of it, and you put it into a number, and you send it to us. We, 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 you know, and there's, there's ways to do that. Of course, you can use... Um, yeah, we, we can use PayPal and, and use... Uh, and you, and you can send your fiat fund coupons to us, or you can, uh, or you can do that the newfangled way and uh, and, and send us satoshis, uh, much like uh, the follow. Well, although we did get a, we did get a. a, a well, wait though. There's a clip you have to play when we talk about uh, you know sending satoshis. Yeah. Oh well. The know, Podfather himself. Boost me, bitch. Yeah, there you that, go. That's right. Yeah. So. Um, but we'll start with, and I don't remember if I got this last week, but we had a monthly donation from Nam for $10. We do love us some Nam and his big dumb mouth and also his awesome <laughs> podcast that that's, he does. That's right. Uh, was it a, well, no, he does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping you know what the hell it's called. Millennial Media Offensive. There we go. It's a tongue twister when you're stoned and a little bit toasted, because I guarantee you that first bottle of beer that you drank tonight. Yeah, probably kicked you right in the boo boo. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway, and then of course anyway. we're working. We're working on the. You know, we're starting to round fix- two. Ding ding. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be one of those nights, my yes, friends. Yes, it is. Uh, so yeah, and 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 having a new listener in in the chat, you know, with Andrea being in here, great time to tune into this shit show when we decide to talk about our eighteen year old selves and put a little bit of uh, you know liquid courage behind it. Yeah. Great timing. We're glad you're here. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's 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 offensive to most podcasters. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is very much offensive, offensive to most okay. podcasters. So 
Um, I don't know how I'm going to write. This is now. This is something I'm going to have to do here because uh, something we're going to talk about um, in um, you know it, you know the toast and jam is why I might have might, why I'm having tro- a little bit of trouble writing uh, uh, at the moment. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but on with the donation segment. Thank you, Nam, for your ten dollars monthly donation. We do truly appreciate it because it does help us keep the lights on around here, especially with Phone Boy's divorce. That no one is surprised. You know the extortion he has to pay on the monthly. Oh, oh, don't even. Yeah, let's just. Nope, we're not going to go there. We're going to go on with the fact that I donated thirty three thirty three sets to hear some Pink Floyd money. Yeah, and I said uh, thanks for the last. Yeah, sh- Here, sh- yeah, keep, yeah, keep shaking your moneymaker. You oh, baby, you uh, know I shake my moneymaker just for you. Yeah. It's the, the only way we're keeping the fucking lights on because of the fact that your ex-wife is taking all the money. Hey, oh, yeah, just you, kidding. There you go. Um, and then you've got, um, yeah, then you, then you, yeah, she, you, you uh, sprayed the the room with this. That's right. Sets. I like splashing the walls with yeah. Satoshi's That's during right. our Studio Thirty Three yeah. because I am a lover of many things, including a lot of different music. So the best way to get my music played and get Phone Boy's attention because you know he does have a bit of an attention problem at times you know it's called multitasking you can suck my dick yeah well you know that's for the after 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 party by the way phone boy but ultimately yeah i like splashing the walls gets his attention to play the music that i want to hear while i'm down making dinner for us which i know you all enjoy hearing the updates and the results and seeing the photographs of that's right so um so yeah and then you requested rock of ages def leopard because i'm making a mess like the swedish chef from muppets in our kitchen Yes. Please tell me that you all know what I'm talking about, where the Swedish chef is just fucking doing a erda burda burda thing, right? Of course. And what do you hear at the beginning of Rock of Ages is the fucking Swedish chef. Well, it's not actually the Swedish chef, but it reminds me of the Swedish chef. So, yeah, because this is my fucking show. I can say that. That's right. Uh, let's see. Then you boosted thirty-three, thirty-three sets. Play "Smoke on the Water" for Mama T. Uh, then you also boosted. Okay, another- here's the thing. Yeah. Mama T had not actually requested that song. I simply thought about the fact that's the kind of song she would like to hear. So I was like, "Yeah, it's a good tune. Why don't we uh, play so it?" Did she, so I, what, did she? Uh, did she agree? Oh yeah, she loved it. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Go. Yeah, well, you know, she had her own. You know, I mean. She did. She did. You know, she was with my dad for a while. So, you know, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure his musical taste, his influence probably had something to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And of course, you know, because everybody knows that Sir Rev Cybertrucker, who boosted us and we'll talk about that in a second here. Huge boost. Holy crap. Talk about putting your dick on the table. But anyways, uh, yeah, because I know that, uh, you know, we're good friends and we were chatting in the back channel. and He was talking about how he likes some. uh a little bit of Brian Setzer, and uh, yeah, some jump jiving whale just happened to make its way for thirty-three, thirty-three sets. Yeah, there you go. And then, uh, and you requested Scotland the Brave for my clan. That's uh, right, Bruce yeah. Clan in the his house. Yeah, and then uh, you requested. Uh, now you requested the prayer by Jelly Roll and Adam Calhoun. Yeah, uh, for uh, my for, son, uh, Sir Payne, four twenty yeah. thirty three thirty three. Big ballin' in the house, and then hot, hot, hot mustard pun point next Now, of course, you can you can also you don't have to send music requests. It's just a way to do it during Studio Thirty Three. Um, and, and if you boost during Studio Thirty Three, your track gets prioritized. That's the way it works. Yeah, but it does, again, it, it, you don't have to. Yeah. You know, bo- you know, you can request. Yeah, yeah, requests are free. We yeah. just happen to put the boost at the top of the list. It kind of gets priority. That's we're we're kind of money horse like that because yeah. we are both just out of a divorce. Yeah, there you go. And then, um, and then, uh, and, and for the big baller, I wish I had the big baller. Oh my god, try. we really need to get the MoFact yeah. big baller clip because big some baller, of Chakala, them twenty inch blades on the Impala. Impala. That's yeah, right. That's right. So the big baller is what? a rev, rev cyber, cyber trucker. Boost it up, bitch. 100,000 sats. Ding, 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 ding. He ding. repainted the whole studio with that one, y'all. Yeah, exactly. So um, if you want to be part of this uh, Boostagram uh, party, um, yeah, um, you know, you, if you don't, if your podcast app does not have a boost button, get a better one. Go straight. Take off all your clothes and go to newtopodcastapps.com and go find yourself a shiny new podcast app that uh, that is able to do Satoshi's. And, and if uh, you're if you're shy to get all naked, you can go to newpodcastapps.com and still get that same wonderful podcast app that allows you to help us spray the walls in the studio with your Satoshi's. Yeah, exactly. 
place and get your uh, get your requests moved to the top of the list. Yeah, and you know what's funny is uh, let's see. I'm we have to... a rule around here, though. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is what I'm talking we about. We don't want your shit. Please, please don't, don't send, send us your shit. shit. Please don't send us your shit. Yeah. No need for blankets and water. We like being naked and we're well hydrated. But we will take your satoshis, your fiat fund coupons. Uh, we also love the value for value with giving us a call about our refire topic of the week, which this week is, is there anything in your life that you regret? However, you would not change because it made you who you are. Call 253-237-3321 and tell us about it. Yeah. That's I, another way you can offer value for value. I, I, the question I had, yeah, the question I think I'd posed, and I think we'd, we'd, we both did slightly different versions of the same thing. What you wish... What do you wish your 18-year-old did? Or do you have any advice for your 18-year-old self? Right. Well, it's all the same thing. Like, at 18 years old, is there anything that you regret that you wouldn't change because it made you who you are today? 253-237-3321. Let us know about it. One ringy dingy. Two ringy dingy. Yeah. So, and yeah, just, you know, know, obviously word. I'm I'm wondering, do do you have an ice pack? Because you keep stepping on me. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 I could. Do I, do I need to play this this clip I played last week? Maybe the seven. Some things never change, but maybe. Okay. I'll admit you're saving my ass because I did absolutely no research on this because I've been a little busy trying to handle mm-hmm. stuff going on with my mom and, you know, oh, yeah. also well, well, getting fine. back to work after a week off. So I make no apologies other than to our listeners, you fine folks. I fucked up. I apologize. Shit happens. But, you know, Life we'll happens. get back to where yeah, we're it's, 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 all, it's, it's all good. This is this is fine. Uh, uh, sometimes, sometimes uh, you know, it's, it, it takes two, right? You know, it's always a... Um, you know, to, to do some of the stuff. So, uh, so and, yeah, and I'm sure that's going to be, I'm sure there will be a time where there may be a topic that comes up that, you know, stuff in your world has gone a little sideways and, shaving. you know, I'll be carrying it more. Yeah. And, and, you, and, and, and yeah, you know, that's coming. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's coming. I certainly do. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to introduce you all to Father Phone Boy, <laughs> who's officially in the convent and he's getting none for at least the weekend. <laughs> I did put work into the show this week, you asshole. <laughs> Just because my letter's a lot shorter than yours, so is my penis. But that doesn't ever affect anything either. Gosh, shame remember. on you. I've got to remember. She got the pussy! That is correct. Which makes me the one who's wearing the pants around this giznoint. <laughs> no, that's uh, literally true at the moment. Uh, so anyway. Oh yeah, it kind of is. I still have my bra and panties on. <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah. For those of you who haven't heard us before, yeah, we do podcast in the nude. We are, we and we actually did it yeah, with Lori. Yeah, yeah, we did it with Lorian and Spencer when yeah, we went. So do they, and and we have absolutely no shame for the fact that we are secure enough in ourselves, and it's not a sexual thing. I mean, between Phone Boy and I, it might be, which we'll talk about the toast and jam because something very ha- very funny happened earlier tonight. Don't worry, you won't have to, you know, send your kids out of the room or anything like that. It's PG. Yeah, um, so, but yeah, let, let's, uh, okay, so... Um, I think we've tortured these fine folks long enough with our bull crap. I think we should dive into our topic. We should. Okay, so, um, you were, okay, I want to be very clear. You were the one who came up with this topic. Uh, okay, yeah, we were having a smoke sesh one night, and I don't know, you it, it, no, was that, no, it was after, no, it was, it was right after, because, because okay, so, so a little inside baseball for you all, right? We, so, we, we... As we call it, behind the mic. Yeah, behind the mic. So, we're... So, so we don't usually pick we don't always pick the show topic beforehand sometimes we'll uh we will um you know allow you know let the audience sort of influence by putting by attaching the show topics to menu items that with, without an without an obvious association and um and let y'all vote and sometimes we pick something and so and and that's usually determined uh you know over the you know usually on sunday right we're sitting you know, we're having a smoke sesh whatever and uh and i'm and yeah, i guess i i guess uh, we we started the you know we're we're talking about the idea of okay well how do we follow up from from our anniversary right and and and, you know, we're, and i think that's how it that i think that's how this all came about it, it might have been but i do know that i was sitting on the blanket chest having a toke and I was like, oh, my God, letters to our 18-year-old selves. That's brilliant. We need to do that as a show topic. And, yeah, the show was born. And, dear God, I did not realize how hard it would be. I, there's a reason why my content is in the second half of the show today, because Phone Boy killed it. And I suspect that's why he was dogging me on the 
you know, with the clip that he just played, because I had a really hard time writing a letter to my 18 year old self because I didn't want to go back there. And the issues that it caused me by having to go back there were were numerous. I will not lie. Yeah. And and and, and honestly, we're not going to go through that uh, through, through all of that again. If you go back to episode 16, um, this is the and Yeah. The, we in the letters in the letters to our fathers. Uh, I think that will give you a pretty good idea of uh, some of the stuff that uh, was going right. on around that time. And so. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm giving her a bad time, but this is, but uh, this yeah, but is that's what we do. We are, we joke around, you know, anyone who knows or has listened to the show for any amount of time knows that the only actual disagreement that phone, phone boy and I ever have, and it is truly also just a joking disagreement, is who the better front man for Van Halen is. Again, uh, Sammy Hagar, because uh, <laughs> Hagar for the win. Yeah, D- David Lee Roth. So, you know, and, and not even a chance. And by the way, phone boy, you might want to be careful with that knife. Seeing says, I know how you are with sharp implements, considering your thumb needs to heal for several weeks after the, you know, we'll talk about it in Toast and Jam, but ultimately, let's just say, Phone Boy doesn't take direction very well when Phoenix tells him, Phone Boy, don't put your hand near that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, what, and what, ends, what it ends up happening is, uh, yeah, anyway, um, you know. One slip and down the hole you fall, I guess. And it does not take much at all to make that slip. Let's just be honest. Well, yeah, especially with that thing. All right. So, all right. So I took this, I I took this assignment and, um, and I kind of, again, I kind of took it the way that I would take an assignment like this and. uh, Very technical because that's what he does anyway. So one of the things I love about him. So I had wrote, so yeah, so I wrote, eh, I wrote a couple, I wrote a couple of, uh, you know, two, three pages kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, that we need to see, um, yeah, two or three pages. I have like two or three paragraphs. Let's see who, who the overachiever is here. Well, th- there is, there is this whole thing. And Mr. I need college to, grad. Yeah. Okay. You know, let, let's, okay. Let me get to, let me get to it. Um, okay. Where is. Oh, that that is a problem. Okay, I'm trying to. Rem- I was. I'm trying to make sure we have uh, our our upcoming segment here uh, ready to go. Uh, so, all right. So here I'm gonna. Re- so I'm gonna read the letter I wrote to myself, and you know, it got it got edited. Of course, it was not a. You know, it, it, um, when we did the set, when we did this in episode for episode 16, I actually did it longhand. Um, Right, because I, I felt that was I felt that was uh, important to do, but uh, this time, yeah, we typed it up. So here's so here's what I typed to myself, and I'll and I'm sure I will stop and interject and that kind of thing. So, so so dear Damon, which is yeah, that's so this is and, I've, and I, in our show notes I haven't documented this phone boy's letter to eighteen year old Damon, which because the name phone boy didn't come until later, so I can't necessarily yeah, do that. So between now and the time you're my age, a lot is going to happen, both in the world in general and your own life. If I were to tell you everything that happened to me bet- between where you are now and where I am now, I risk derailing the present I live in right now, which is quite lovely. Thank you very much. Even by giving you this generic sounding advice in this letter, I, I risk changing what has transpired. The first piece of advice I can give you is to trust your instincts more. You know way more than you think for reasons even present me can't entirely explain. When you follow your instincts, though, more often than not, you're going to get, well, maybe not exactly where you want to go, but you'll get where you need to be. Trusting your instincts means being much more sure of yourself, something I know you're not right now. And I I know you want to blend in and find your place in the world. A whole world you can't even see right now will open up before your very eyes. It will only open if you trust your instincts and do the work needed to take advantage of the opportunities you will be presented with if you can pick a direction and move with purpose. You may not know exactly how to get where you want to go, but it's better to have an imperfect plan imperfectly executed than no plan at all. If you don't have a plan, someone else will, and it won't necessarily serve your best interests. Fear is a hell of a drug. It limits your ability to think, limits the choices you'll even consider, much less make, and puts you in someone else's control. It's no accident fear is used to motivate people to act, mostly in ways that go against their own interests. It's used to control people, something that's been happening for longer than we've been alive. And I know one of your biggest fears is that you'll end up alone. The fear of being alone led to some life choices that only very recently I was able to start putting behind me. And I know right now you're kicking yourself over missing the fact Heidi put her phone number in your yearbook and you only discovered it when it was basically too late to do anything about it. 
Trust me when I say that it eventually worked out for the best. Meanwhile, you know what your standards are. Stick to them. Don't give up until you find who you're really looking for, and don't settle for anything less. In fact, beating yourself up over choices you wish you had made differently is a complete waste of time. Now, who's to say that if you had made a different choice, you would have had a different outcome? The same goes for anything that happened to you that you wish didn't, or something that did happen to you. It may make things better or a lot worse. And it took me until this last year to learn this lesson when I did something I should have done years ago. I knew that the action I intended to take once I took it, there would be absolutely no turning back, ever. There was only moving forward into an incredibly uncertain future. To say that I was deathly afraid when I started this part of my journey was an understatement. I had no choice but to face the many fears I had. And while it was a little bumpy at times, I crossed the Rubicon and found paradise. The past has already happened, and there's nothing you can do to change it. You can only move forward from the present. Make sure to be truly present in the moment you find yourself in. The future will get here soon enough. No need to spend a lot of time obsessing over it. And while I didn't realize it at the time, I can only describe what I did was lighting my previous life on fire and walking away, which is another piece of advice I can offer you. You need far less stuff than you think you do. Don't hang on to stuff that no longer serves you and your purpose. It's better to get rid of something too soon than it is to get rid of something too late. Stuff can always be replaced. And the same thing goes for people in your life. People change over time for various reasons. Just because they were your best friend at some point or a family member doesn't mean they always have to remain in your life. While it's always nice to help or, or be there for people, make sure you're there for yourself first. It's like the airplane boarding announcements say. Put your own oxygen mask on before helping others. It's not just a good idea in that context. It's a good idea in your life in general. Make sure your real needs are being met first and foremost. Then and only then can you truly be there for someone else. And instead of living in fear, which sadly most people you will, will encounter do, live in faith. More specifically, live in the knowledge that everything will work out as it's supposed to. Faith that almost every mistake, error, or failure is only temporary in nature. That includes the things you currently fear most. The only real failure is to stop trying. Sometimes having faith means confronting your fear. I certainly did in the situation I'm speaking of, which I am only now starting to come out of. What kept me going through this past year when my life turned upside down was faith that I was heading in the right direction and that it was all going to lead to someplace better than I was at. You may never be rid of a given fear in your life, but you can definitely be more brave. Another piece of advice I can offer you, and... um yeah another, yeah, another piece of advice I'm going to offer you is to never simply take someone's word for something, especially if they're an authority figure. Be brave enough to think for yourself and question everything, even in the face of being ostracized by everyone around you. I know you're all about getting to the truth, whatever it is. Never be afraid to speak it when you know it. Unlike lies, which only propagate through propaganda and suppression of information, the truth always stands up to scrutiny and eventually comes to light. Sadly, between those who are unwilling to think for themselves, those unwilling to speak the truth in face of being ostracized, and a massive worldwide campaign to suppress any information they didn't say was true, led to some pretty horrific events over the last few years. And finally, Go Buy Breakfast in America by Supertramp. You may not understand the true meaning of this album until you're much older, but it's got songs you'll recognize and like. In fact, as you get older, music you liked when you were younger is going to have a very different meaning for you. In closing, I'll, I'll actually um, because because uh, I'm you know the letter of course is a you know is is something you write but uh, because this is a podcast I'm going to actually I'm just going to play the clip of something you probably heard uh, um, you know a uh, hundred times on TV. There you go. And that's a great message for yourself that, you know, despite everything you've been through, you're going to make it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 how do you talk about these events without talking about the events, right? It's It's really hard because you realize that if you tell your 18 year old self, Hey, you know, when you're this age or when you're that age or at some point in your life, this is going to happen. It could literally alter, you know, if you could go back in time, it could literally alter the course of history. Yeah. 
and you ultimately wouldn't end up at the place you are today, and yeah. that could cause cataclysmic results. Yeah, we, we, of course, this is all theory that even this is possible to do. Oh, yeah, completely. Says, exactly you so. know, there is no hot tub time machine, but uh, wish there was yeah, anyway. So, yeah, so I really think that, yeah, and, and I think all, all I can, because honestly, like, yeah, if I go back and think about, yeah, could I have done certain things better? But I would have ended up at a different place, and it may not have been the same place. It may have been much worse. So, and I my t- trainer Bernie, who yeah. I talk about a lot, you know, miss him a whole bunch. Always touch the tattoo I got for him when I when I talk about him or think of him. Miss you, brother. Uh, he always used to say, "You know what you got. You don't know what you'll get." And I have used that in a lot of instances in my life. And unfortunately, to some degree, it did hold me back at first. But when I finally decided that, yeah, I knew what I had and I knew it was killing me. So I decided that uh, I would find out what I would get. I took a chance. And here I am. That's right. Um, And you know who else took a chance? Rev Cybertrucker took a chance by offering to do what's called the cavalcade of stupidity for us. Unfortunately. He uh, did not submit something, did he? No, he did not. Rev has been a hella busy man. Yeah, I know. He's out there running the roads, making sure everybody gets the food that they need. So we love you, Rev Cybertrucker. And it's cool that you didn't get a chance to get into Hammerdown Studios this week and throw a submission at us. Although it made me look like a horse's ass. That's okay. I'll just ride right the fuck out of here. It's all good. Well, you know, but okay. But, <laughs> but we do have some toast and jam stuff. Yeah, this is this is the this is the part of the show where we talk about the uh, the show within you know, the the show that is our life within the show. Oh my that god! Is our, because our we show. talk about all the time that our life is a show. So we are going to toast and jam about this shit that's happened this week. Yeah, I've got I've got. Uh, oh, I, I need to open this bottle. This is what I need to figure. You've out. been trying to open that bottle for yeah. how long? I know. I get Well, I gotta get the wa- I gotta get the wax out of it. So you know, this is this sounds is, like a personal problem got to get the wax out of it can you write that down as a potential show title maybe yeah maybe yeah gotta get the wax out so good so so do that do what we'll talk about (laughs) (laughs) just asking talk about oh you mean talk about some tales from rideshare this week that's right i can do that so i didn't have a lot this week unfortunately it was kind of a slow week, sadly, financially, and not a lot of, I mean, not to say that my riders weren't great, there just weren't a lot that I would include in the Toast and Jam segment, because it takes a bit to get into the segment. You have to kind of impress me. Not that I'm all that or anything like that, but nevertheless. So the first thing I'm going to address is the fact that I'm sitting, there's a specific place um, near the airport that... As a rideshare, it's where you have to be, quote-unquote, staged in order to get a ride for the airport. So I'm sitting there, and I'm working on show content, and I hear a smash, and I look up, and two assholes have gotten together in the Starbucks parking lot across the highway from where I'm sitting. And I'm watching, uh, one dude lost the whole bumper front of his car, and the other one was this big, beefy red pickup truck, like, you know, no damage, maybe a scratch on the bull bar or something. It was kind of funny. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I've had, I had uh, the back of my Prius par- uh, backed into by somebody in a Starbucks parking lot uh, back in uh, Gig Harbor. Uh, Seriously? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I know. So uh, yeah, now I now that I've had a, I've, I've had a. I've no, one. I'm asking if you want a sip. Oh well, okay, but Silly. I mean, but okay, but we can. Yeah, well, here, why don't you, 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 you take a sip of mine while you Oh, you're... I get to take a sip of yours. Yeah, the, this okay, is... I think it's sexy fancy that this thing was dipped in wax. You know, a, a little, you know, fall back for some maker's mark. Not that I would drink that panther piss, but that's okay. Yeah, so this crafted artisan mead, uh, mead that's uh, banana. What the fuck is that? Well, it's uh, that's uh, do, rose, do, uh, do rogues. Oh, do do. <laughs> oh, no. That's not nice at all. Yeah, and that's unfortunately that's. I need the to wash my mouth out with some Jack. For yeah. That. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, so okay, but you did have one story. I'm gonna swish with the mead. Yeah, I know that. that I yeah, did. That mead's pretty kick-ass, actually. Yeah, I had a very interesting writer who worked for and had met Ralph Lauren. Which is kind of interesting. She works in fashion. I was like, "Oh, you're a fashion designer." She's like, "No, no, no. You know, I kind of work." adjacent to fashion designers but she has met ralph loren and said he was a really good dude and apparently his son is taking over the company at some point so you know hopefully the ralph loren brand will continue on because it's a decent brand 
But that, I mean, there wasn't a lot of exciting rides with Rideshare this week. It was kind of blasé. Other than, you know, I, I did have one thing that kind of pissed me off. So, all right. Everyone knows I have a really good friend who I bring to and from work who is a private client of mine. And we became really good friends. So the other night, I usually take, you know, maybe a 15, 20 minute ride after 5 p.m. That way I can make sure I get her on time for 6 if that's what time she's getting out. So I take this ride for Uber. It ends up taking me 20 minutes away from where I live, which is essentially 45 minutes away from where I need to pick my friend up at. I ended up having to pay for a ride share to get my friend from work to home because it was my responsibility. I had told her that I would get her from work. So I ended up getting a ride share for her to get home from work because fuck Uber. Yet again, you heard me say it last week with the shit they pulled with fucking me out of a $13 surge. Now this week, they cost me $15 because that's what it cost me for a ride share to get her home. Because they don't bother telling you, hey, this ride is going to be like 38 friggin' miles. <laughs> you can suck a bag and eat my ass. That's kind of what I'm feeling like with Uber. Like, step up your fucking game. Because Lyft has got it on point. They tell you how many miles to your pickup, roughly how long it's going to take you. How many miles your to your destination how long that's going to take you and guess what they tell you how much you're going to make so it's not this big fucking mystery where you go 30 minutes worth of a ride and you get paid five dollars like screw you actually yeah so so emily yeah we that that's actually something that um, private clients is what i am doing i'm working on getting business cards i have been so busy with the show and whatnot that I have had many clients be like, Hey, can I get your number? If I need to go X, Y, Z, I do have one client that he's not my private client. He's still a rideshare client, but I've literally picked him up a couple of times Mm -hmm. and I want to make him a private client. He has my number and he has called me. The problem that I have is that he wants to travel on the weekend and I don't work weekends. Like he's going to the Titans game this weekend. I could have totally made cake, probably yeah. driving this man from K-Town to Nashville. Yeah, well, well, yeah, and you got other stuff going on this weekend, too. I, I do, but I mean, like, if there was another weekend when he was going to a game or whatever yeah. thing, you know, he's got a few decently paying rides that would make it worth me coming out to the city to work for a few hours and bring him where he needs to go. But because I don't work on weekends, it's like, damn. But yeah, I have had several clients who are like, hey, you know, can we get your number or whatever? Because they're sick of the shit with Rideshare too, where you have to wait for 30 minutes or more, or you wait, you know, just trying to get a ride to pick you up. Or like my friend had, she had, um, I had to go to North Carolina a couple weeks ago, I think it was. And I messaged her. I said, hey, can you get a ride home? Because I unexpectedly have to go this like two hours out and two hours back thing. And as I was coming by the exit I would have had to take to get her from work, I thought, gee, I wonder if my friend made it home. And I never stopped to text her, find out she didn't get home till nine o'clock that night. And it was like seven o'clock when I was passing the exit. Yeah, I was so mad at myself. I'm like, okay, not again. I will definitely, if that happens, make sure. And I did that she gets home. And because you're so awesome, phone boy, you were actually the one who ordered the ride share for me. And, you know, I'm giving you the money for that. But, you know, it literally told you this person has been picked up. This person has been dropped off. Yeah. So I knew without a doubt, plus calling her, that she had gotten home safely, which makes me happy yeah. because I am a big fan of honoring my responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah, and we did. So, we, yeah, we do the right thing. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, I did the wrong thing in the kitchen with the uh, with the uh, cabbage board. That's because I love you, phone boy, but you don't listen to me for the most part. I specific. Okay, so let me tell you the story, y'all. Yeah, there, there's a story here. But- there is. So everyone who's been listening for any amount of time knows that I do canning and preserving. I love it. It is a passion of mine. And it also is a really good way because we eat clean. So I make my own sauerkraut. 
And yeah, hit me in the back channel if you want me to, you know, sell you some sauerkraut that has no preservative. It is simply just the ingredients required for the fermentation process, but going on. I have a wonderful crock that I get to put it in with weights. This is the first year I'm getting to use this new crock of mine. So long story short, I have a cabbage board. It has three to four blades on it that are sharp on both edges. And it has a... um, wooden box that you set the cabbage in and you back and forth. Now, mind you, this is cabbage. This is a hard vegetable. So, you know, those blades are hella sharp. I know sooner. Tell him, phone boy, keep your hands away from the cabbage as, ah, son of a bitch, god damn it. What happened? I caught myself. Do you need stitches? I might. Siri for the win! Oh, Siri for the win. I swear I'm going to take my watch off and leave it downstairs out of the studio from now on. Yeah, or put it on the charger, which is what I've done. Um, so, But anyways, so yeah, Phone Boy now has a wonderful boo-boo on his thumb because he didn't listen to Phoenix the Keeper when she said, keep your hands away from the cabbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know. But the ca- the... Sauerkraut is currently in the crock fermenting and around about Christmas Eve, we're going to give it a taste test and see if it is ready. And if it is, then I will probably spend my Christmas not only talking to you wonderful people on the No Agenda stream after the big show, but also putting some sauerkraut in jars and preserving it for future usage. Yeah. So, but this is not the fr- and also this is not the first time I have uh, I have uh, required uh, I, I've injured my fingers using uh, sharp implements in the kitchen. Um, uh, several years ago, I was using a spiralizer, and I spiralized my uh, my my finger, my my uh, my pointy finger on the on the same hand. So, uh, um, terrible. So, yeah, you you're think- not safe to have in the kitchen, day, you know, phone boy. Yeah, well, you, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I had something I could say, but I I, I don't. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um. Okay, so I hurt myself, and then uh, what's the breaking the blinds story? Okay, so we were screwing around today and throwing pillows back and forth at each other, and I don't know why, but the pillow I threw at Phone Boy decided to take a hard right turn and smashed into our vertical blinds in the bedroom and made an ungodly sound, didn't break anything, but I, w- I just devolved into uncontrollable laughter and was like, I'm over here breaking the blinds. So it became a thing. It became a thing, yeah. Um, it was kind of funny, but then... Uh, it really was. Yeah, but uh, I got to go out to Casey Farms this week. I was so jealous. I had to work while this dude gets to go out and play with the farm animals and our friends at Casey Farms, yes. who are the farmers who supply our eggs and our chicken that we consume. It's delicious. Yeah, they, we, we, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I had to go pick up... A, 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 I had to go top off our freezer, uh, which um, I needed some chicken boobs and some legs and thighs. You know how I like them boobs, legs and thighs, baby. Boobs, legs and thighs. Yeah, we got. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a thing. Um, and so, you know, honestly, fresh chicken tastes so much better than the crap that you get in the grocery store. Oh yeah, because I because I did crock pot a chicken this week too. You did, and you made the house smell delicious. Yeah, um, you know, I threw in some. I you know, I took a. Um, yeah, we we've got I don't know we've got a bunch we've got a bunch of whole chickens and so I took one. That's uh, because we were smart enough to get a bunch of whole chickens because yeah, they're did. very versatile. I can break it down if need be, or we can you know roast it whole. That's right, and that's what I did. I first time in a while I had thrown one in a crock pot, and uh, lo and behold, yes, you, you know you throw you throw it in a crock pot with some uh, with some garlic and some onions, salt and pepper, and put a little butter in it. And uh, yeah, you and you get a a chicken that just uh, you know the, falls the, apart literally. Yeah, pretty much falls apart. Um, and uh, I the first this is the first time I have uh, well I don't know taken the breasts off the chicken from the backside by removing all the bones. <laughs> so um, yeah, this was it, it was it was really good. Um, I um, I ate some pieces one night and I had uh, some chicken salad yesterday as my as, as a lunch thing. So uh, but it was for it, it was from uh, chickens we bought from them and yeah. So now now I have a topped off my freezer and so you know we're ready to. Uh, okay, so I know you told me that sometimes you put chicken in your scrambled eggs and we have a debate over whether or not that's just sacrilege because you know it kind of seems like a little bit of you know some uh, family genocide there. Yeah. And yeah, we've got, uh, yeah. And, and I also, yeah, we bought, I bought some eggs from them. I get to, I get to see their baby pigs. Oh my goodness. They're, you sent me pictures. They're so cute. Yeah. These, they had, they were like, you know, a month old or something. Some of the smaller ones. And yeah. the sad part is, you know, you're meeting your meat. 
Yeah, I met my meat. Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, your meat has a face. Yeah. It, it, and that's okay. Met your meat, yeah. And this is uh, Because I'll kiss you on the face before I bite you on the ass. <laughs> oh, my. Um, yeah, and then, um, yeah, I, yeah uh, I guess I bought some vinyl this week, too. Uh, one thing I've... Yeah, so I... That's right. Um I yeah I think I I think I yeah there, I found Journey's Escape in uh, in Walmart and then that led to a purchase of another Journey album in uh, um, eBay uh, for the win uh, eBay for the win yeah so I've got I've got a couple of so I've got uh, well inf- don't f- uh, yeah, don't go forget we have the piece of vinyl that Phoenix bought for herself because oh, the yeah. love that we have is some strange magic that's right the yellow's uh, face the music yeah that got purchased too beautiful record oh yeah. my god it made me so happy and we danced we put it on the Victrola like a couple of old fart boomers mm-hmm. and we danced like real people old, do. old old fart old fart boomers is that what jeez so, something like that god okay so all right we we Okay, give me my give me my screen back. Oh my goodness, my show notes disappeared. There we go. <laughs> um, and then finally, um, yeah, yeah, a little ca- behind the mic action. So uh, as we were getting ready to start the show, Phoenix thought she would be funny because she has a bronze and panty set that matches that she's wearing today. She thought it would be funny to do a little bit of you know provocative dancing for Mister Phone Boy behind the mic. And as we're just you know being what we be. The cat decides to start hawking like he's got a fucking furball. Ruin the mood like I've never seen. I'm like, our life is truly a show. There is no getting around it. You can't, It's like worse than having little kids around. You can't get a private moment to yourself without a cat fucking hacking up a hairball. Exactly. So, yeah. And is our, is our furry co-host still there? Is he still there? Knocked out like he's the one that's been drinking this motherfucker. Yeah, I know. No kidding. Uh, so. I swear to God. All right. I'm going to have to fire him. Yeah. He hasn't been doing his job. You know, he doesn't speak to you when you ask him if he wants treats. He sleeps through the whole show. He doesn't do a damn thing around the house except for make a mess with the cat litter and... Uh, Beg for food. I swear, you know. Well, he holds you your... all day long with his feet. Although he sleeps on our feet, yeah, like we true. can't even move. It's terrible. But you, but you know what? Here's what we are flying by the seat of our pants here, folks. And you know, we're just a you know, we're just a you know, two uh, two tards. We're just uh, a low budget know. podcast. Yeah, a low budget podcast. Two two tards trying to live a kick ass life. And, and we are living a kick ass life. Let's just admit, we are having a great goddamn time. We are. And so, I don't think we got any voicemail this week. I'm kind of sad. I wish someone had called 253-237-3321 and told us what they would give their 18-year-old self for advice, knowing how wise you are nowadays. But it's okay. All right. Because we heard what phone boy would tell his 18-year-old self, and I have to concur. I think that's fantastic advice to give your 18-year-old self. I, however, did not go as elaborate into talking to my 18 year old self because of how difficult it was for me to go back to that time in my life. Yeah. And again, so, go back and listen. If you haven't heard episode 16, go do that. Because it will explain a lot of why I had a lot of trouble going back to my 18 year old self, but that's okay. Yeah. Because we're not going to go there on this episode. That's right. But we are going to talk about my letter to my 18 year old self. So it is it is rather short. I will tell you it's only a couple of paragraphs, but we're probably going to deep dive into it as we go through it so i expect phone bill will stop me along the way and we'll talk about it so i started my letter with dear self this lever if i could talk i swear to god my tongue must be drunk Is it, oh, well. yeah i know we didn't load that clip on the sound board. You, you, you realize that <laughs> they realize that i that i can right yeah it, i know you can yeah, the, 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 you often use clips against me. Well, especially especially when they come, especially when they come. Oh, that from the, last week, wasn't it? No, this is this was this was from very early in our thing. Oh, yes, the tongue is drunk. Precisely, I, I believe that is the affliction we are dealing with today. Yeah. So, so we started, dear self. This letter has proved to be a difficult task for me to do, as I don't wish to return in my mind or otherwise to the age of 18 for personal reasons. That being said, I'm going to try to do this with some amount of non-rambling. 
The first thing I would tell you is not to blame yourself for the mistakes and bad behaviors of others. What your father did wasn't your fault, nor could you have done anything to change the outcome. It'll become important later in your life as well. The car your parents bought you? Yeah, you should pay him for it, even if it means depositing the money directly into their account and just letting your mom know about it because she took care of the finances anyway. Dad just told her what bills to pay. She wrote the checks, so... A little bit of extra money that ended up in the account. I'm sure he would, you know, ultimately have gotten over it. Because I feel like if I had actually paid my parents back for that vehicle, it would have begun a better financial decision-making and responsibility factor in my life. I mean, I joke about the fact, even though it's true, you know, I do have royal Scottish heritage. I was rather a princess as, as a young person because of the fact that, I was daddy's little girl. Little did I know the darkness that lived within what that meant in my life. But nonetheless. Yeah, you realize that I now have to play this clip. I am a bona fide motherfucking princess. Yeah, I mean, we all know I've made no bones about the fact, and it is absolutely verifiable, that I have royal lineage on my mother's side in the Scottish heritage. But anyways, I will say... To myself, you'll always be the independent soul who wants to get it your own way, and this will serve you well as you, it'll also handle you in the future, but don't change who you are for anyone. You know, get the job, put the money away, and when you finally decide that you can stand up, pack your bags, and get on the Greyhound to go to LA, you'll have enough to survive when while you're getting established out there don't be afraid of it because it could change your life you know it does make me wonder you and i have talked about behind the mic what would have happened if in 1994 i had gotten on that greyhound and i had gone out to la and made my way up to where you were would we have met would the course of history been changed we don't know the answer to that but i do know that you know i wanted to be out in Cali when I was 18. I didn't know why. I just knew that's where I wanted to be. It wasn't like I had a dream to be an actress, except for maybe an adult actress. I mean, let's just be honest. If I could have been a stripper in Vegas or an adult actress in Cali, yeah, that was exactly what I wanted to do when I was 18. I just didn't have the courage to break away from my controlling father. So now all the pedal heads know that, you know, Phoenix wanted to be a stripper, and uh, yeah, I did work in a strip club once upon a time in my younger years. I was the house mom, and I did dance occasionally for money. So yeah, I'm not ashamed of what I've done in my past. What I have done in my past has made me who I am today, and that's one of the things that my 18-year-old self needs to know is that... Don't, you know, take the chances for Christ's sake. Don't let the fear paralyze you. And as much as you love your kids, don't get married unless you're 100% sure that you want to. Because being single is actually pretty awesome. Rushing to get married won't serve you well, especially with the gypsy soul that you have. Girl, don't do it. I'm telling you. Find out who the hell you are. Become secure with who you are before you ever decide that you want to settle down with someone. I mean, my kids were planned. Don't get me wrong. My oldest son was planned, and I love him very much. And the story of my youngest son is something that uh, I'm not talking about today because we promised we wouldn't have trigger warnings. But ultimately, the long story short is that I don't regret my children. I may regret who they were fathered by, but I do not regret my children. They are amazing and... I only wish I could have done better for them, but I know what I've been through so far and being strong and strength, staying true to myself will be very crucial. So don't be afraid to take the chances in life because they're worth it in the long run. Find something you're passionate about and pursue it. Don't let anyone stop you because ultimately this is your life. You need to make sure that you know your worth and don't let anyone devalue you. And you're going to meet a lot of amazing people who will influence your life in many beneficial ways. Some people will come and go, and others will stay for many years. But live every day one breath at a time, and be grateful to the universe for all that it blesses you with. And you know, 
one day you're going to meet someone who's going to change your life. You just have to be brave enough to speak to him and accept the love that he gives you because it's the most epic adventure that you're ever going to have. So if I can say anything to my 18-year-old self, you know, if if you hear my words, you know, in some wild way where in, you know, in time, if I could have told my 18-year-old self anything, I would have told my 18-year-old self to be brave and trust yourself and good luck in all that you do, because in the in in the end, it really is going to be worth all the hell that you endured, all the pain that you had, all the tears that you cried, because when it comes right down to it, you're going to find the most epic love you've ever imagined that you could only have thought existed in a storybook. You're going to have two sons who are the coolest assholes that you ever knew, You're going to get to party with them. You're going to get to be an influence. You're actually going to get to make them proud because you're going to have this awesome podcast that you get to do with this epic man who changes your life. And you're going to have a great goddamn time doing it. And you're going to make a bunch of friends. So don't worry about what you think your life is going to be because live unscripted. It's the best way. Yeah. Um, Should I play the clip that I played at the end of mine? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, sitting here at 46 years old, I can say that 28 years ago, I could never have imagined how my life would be on this day at this time. But I don't regret anything that I've done, anything that I've said. And. I may have heard a few people along the way for that I am sorry, but ultimately, no regrets. I'm not looking back with any regrets. I'm looking to the future because it's so bright. I got to wear shades. That's right. So, yeah, I don't know that there's much I can deconstruct about that, but other than, yeah, I mean, we've talked about our marriages consistently, so I don't know that we need to say much about that um, other than, yeah, and and I... And we acknowledge the fact we needed to go through that in order to appreciate what we have now. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and I, uh, it's funny because I, I, with with my own children, you're talking about. I mean, I do I regret my children? No. I mean, even though they're not necessarily talking to me and they're they're effectively captured assets by my ex, um, I don't regret having the children. It's, it's but no, you never regret your kids. It's a shitty thing if you do. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like unfortunately their their view of uh, what actually happened. You know, they haven't asked me what happened or someday why probably in their 30s they will realize that they screwed up hardcore and they'll reach out to you and hopefully they'll be able to contact you and i'm sure they will yeah and you can iron it out give them the space and time that they need because i can honestly tell you with the person that i am today if i had the opportunity to sit down with my father and with my grandmother and tell them all the hell that they put me through and how it, it impacted my life and the other people who have hurt me so deeply in my life. If I had a chance to put them all in a room at a big old board meeting table and just address them one by one and say, look, I forgive you for everything that you did to me, either because you didn't know or because you're a shitty person. I forgive you. Yeah. And, and that's-, that's, I think, the message that we're trying to put out to basically all of our listeners is if you have any regrets in your life i mean i'm not getting all super sappy with the holiday because fuck christmas okay but seriously if you have any regrets in your life if you have anyone that you felt like you shit on you did wrong to make amends before the new year starts start the new year with a clean conscience this year has been amazing for us and we'll probably talk about it more on our New Year's Eve show, because yeah, we got the New Year's Eve show this year. How the universe blessed us with that being a normal show day, I will never know. But we are going to not disappoint you, fine pedal heads, with the content that we deliver. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we're we're doing. Um, we are doing live Christmas Day. Yes, we uh, are. Um, we may be doing live after New after. We're uh, hoping New Year's Day to be live if no one else wants the slot, and we're going to be absolutely elated if it happens. We know that Sir Bemro doesn't like back-to-back live uh, same podcast but unfortunately that may be what happens 
And we have no regrets because we're going to have a great time doing it. That's right. We're going to we be are. light and merry, and we're going to do right by this holiday and uh, by the new year. We're going to start it off right with you fine folks, That's hopefully. Right. So, yeah. Um, but I think we've... Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's much I can add to your letter. Actually, as I was looking, I'm looking at it again. I'm like, you know, um, with anything, it's always, there's always the question of, you know, again, whether you did anything or not. And I kind of assumed that I don't, I don't necessarily want to change that. So no, I mean, uh, I, I want to address the fact that you know, and and I think I might have said it before, but I can remember being 18 and my father and mother bought me a vehicle. And it kind of, it was like I spoke about in my letter, you know, pay your father, you know, and mother for the vehicle because he would not accept any money for me for that vehicle. But at the same point in time, that vehicle became a major bone of contention. And the fact that he told me, you know, we bought you this because we couldn't afford to send you to college. So we figured we'd get you a vehicle so you could back and forth to work. Yeah, that kind of puts a hell of an imprint on an 18 year old who maybe wanted more out of life and and by god is getting it thanks to phone boy being fucking amazing and the fact his influence has pushed me to the fact i am starting school in what five weeks i think it is if my success coach will ever fucking get a hold of me so yeah. i can make sure that my financial aid's on point but irrelevant i'm actually going to be something i'm going to have a degree on my wall like phone boy does and i'm going to be somebody and it's going to complete the the amazing growth that I have accomplished over the last year with my weight loss, with this podcast, with all the friends that I've made. Hell, I met the podfather and gave that man a J. And uh, hopefully he's healing well from his surgery. Uh, we love you, podfather and JCD. And thank yeah. you for creating this amazing platform on which we can broadcast to you all wonderful pedal heads. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, the year, you know, year two of our beautiful adventure together. And, um, you know, just to, to think that it, uh, that it started with, you know, I mean, again, I mean, at that time I was, um, I, you know, a little more than a year ago, I was, I was, I, I knew that I was, I was, I, I needed to change something in my life, and uh, you know, because I had dealt with a lot of the other stuff, but it's you know, trying to remove all the stresses out of my life. I realized that the biggest stress in my life was um, the situation I was living in, and that, and that included my uh, my ex, um, who um, I'm I'm still waiting for the final paperwork to be signed off by a judge, um, but. Um, but yeah, I, I I needed a change, and so, um, and I wasn't necessarily putting it out there that I was that I was having issues with my, uh, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I was putting it out, I was having issues, but I wasn't putting it out about what, and uh, yeah, and it's eventually, you know, and, you know, we started out with a conver- it started with a conversation, and uh, I could kind of read between the lines that you needed someone, and uh, I never expected it to become what it's become, and I'm not. Uh, regretting the fact that it's become what it's become because yeah. every day I have a smile and it's the most epic journey I've ever been on. Yeah. It it has been a pretty uh, pretty epic journey. Um, I'm not. Um, yeah, I, I'm just pretty amazed. <laughs> You know, looking back at it all and going, okay, wow, this has been, uh, you know, from that first show that we did a year ago. Um, yeah. Who knew it would it's end It's funny, up- I listened to our first episode when we were prepping for last week's show, and the difference between how I sound and what our interaction is like. You know, our friend Tigger, we all talk about Tigger, and uh, she's out there being an asphalt cowgirl, doing her thing. But anyway, um, yeah, she... She had messaged me in the back channel last week and said, you know, I really enjoyed listening to the show. It sounded like you were having fun and it sounds like you stopped having fun at some point. It all became business. And that really hit me hard because I thought I didn't realize that we had gotten so serious in our topics and in the content we were putting out. But I don't I don't want to lose. I didn't realize we had lost the frivolity I didn't think we had. I thought we were still having a great time. So I don't know, you know, feel free to weigh in. Does anyone else think that 
we got too serious. I mean, we didn't mean to if we did. No, I mean, we're here's the thing. I mean, we, you know, the one thing that has changed over, you know, since we started doing this is that we actually, we do have a script, right? I mean, we don't, we well, don't. Yeah, but that's only because we're old and we forget a lot. <laughs> yeah, we want to make sure that we get everything. And sometimes we do, we do read that we, we, even we, with the script, sometimes we forget to mention things and we have to carry it over until the next week. But ultimately, we we pretty much have it down pat, I think. Yeah. After a year, geez. Yeah, I know. But it, it, and I'm sure we're going to have more as we uh, as we go on here. But, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of frivolity. It's just a question of... We just like having a good time. And we want, you know, since it's a Saturday night show, it should be full of energy and, and a good time and a little bit of information snuck in now and again. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't know. We'll have to see what we're going to do next week. But uh, That's right. But, I think we're going to put out a poll. So, be on the lookout for that, Pedalheads. We're probably going to post a poll to NA yeah. about what our next show topics should be. So, weigh in on that. Yeah. So, but Once I guess, we get it posted, probably tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. Uh, Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's usually, yeah, we usually yeah weekends are kind of nuts in uh, in the blossom. So. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah. Especially tomorrow with some of the stuff you got to do. But uh, Ugh, yeah, I, so I, I know. And, but I think, we've, uh, I think we've reached this point. So fucking over this. So, um, yeah. That's right. There's I mean, only one more thing to do there, phone boy. Jordan fades back. Swoosh. And that's the game. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.